Episode number one hundred and seventy-six. I'm your host Aditya, and along with me, early in the morning, I have Abhishek. Hello, people. Good morning and belated Thanksgiving for everyone listening to us from around the world. And I also hope that you did a lot of Black Friday shopping, which saved you a lot of money. But also, people shopped worth one billion dollars yesterday online, Ooh. and they are Americans. And apparently, they are in a recession. Yes, and it was thirteen percent higher than last year. and it totaled to 59 billion dollars and there is a concept of self gifting where you know when you go out to gift for your friends you feel like buying something for your own and uh-huh. 59% of shoppers who were interviewed as in who admitted to do this said yes we actually did it i was listening to some radio channel they said man who says we are in a recession and the average self gift rate was 140 dollars which is reasonable oh, wow. right that's a lot americans are funny people Yes, they hold about seven to ten credit cards per household, and then they overspend, and then they go into recession, and then say, "Forget it, man. Let's just enjoy life all over again after four years of vacation." So everyone's having a good time. Good to know. Enjoy. Not Kasab though. He was executed finally last Wednesday morning. I got up in the morning, and the first thing I typically do is check my cell phone if there are any messages and all those sort of things, and. Behold, there was a message from uh, there was a news alert saying Kasab has been hanged at 7:30 in the morning yes. and was uh, done pretty secretively at Pune Yerwala Central Jail. He could have been hanged in Mumbai too, but there are no facilities there, so he had to be whisked to Pune, which is closer to Mumbai than Nagpur. Nagpur Jail also has the hanging facilities, and he was. shifted from the arthur road jail in mumbai to pune on november 19th and i read that he was taken on a special flight late in the night and only a few people knew about it on the day of the hanging on the venue there were just 10 people which included of course the regular medical officers but only one person was allowed to keep his phone on and he was hung and i don't think it happens exactly how they show it in the movies because a body was kept hanging for half an hour and then the medical officer declared him dead there was no uh, hangman executioner there was no designated man to pull the liver and all of that yeah back in august supreme court upheld kasab's death sentence which was given to him in 2010 he had pled for clemency Pradhan yeah. Mukherjee rejected that on November five, and Sumdi me on Tuesday night he was taken there and then hung. And Kasab was charged with eighty six offences, including murder and waging war against the Indian state. The charge sheet was around eleven thousand pages long. There was also an offence called entry on platform without ticket against him. Let's do it right. Exactly. That's, that's law. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's great for Congress with the elections in 2014, general elections, and it has similarities to what Obama did with Bin Laden just before the the elections about a year before. Oh, but it was not Obama; it was someone else. It was George Bush. No, no, no. I'm talking about Bin Laden killing that happened uh, at Abbottabad in oh, Pakistan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bin yeah. Laden. Oh. Bin I, Laden. I got, I got confused with Saddam Hussein. So yes, you're right. He said we smoked him out back <laughs> back in the days. And talking about George W. Bush, you 
wrote an email to me saying that we got one of the news stories wrong about him we Absolutely. said that he we we said that he mistakenly voted for barack obama after reading a piece of news online so listeners we got it wrong because that was hoax news hoax news tha but it's not my fault it is bush's fault it sound very credible it is it sound it is it sounded something like he would do coming back to kasab story first time a capital sentence has been carried out since uh, 2004 people are actually setting up firecrackers in mumbai there were a few companies who were distributing sweets which is which is okay i mean you know i know people who said that oh you know <laughs> but come on then let came out and said that we are going to be targeting indians all over the world so let's see what happens there now saudi arabia ne jo extradite kiya tha the key plotter of the mumbai attacks whose name is sayed zaibuddin ansari or popularly known as abu jindal let's see what now happens to him because he was actually in the control room that was guiding all these people to do create havoc out here so right. now that we have him let's see what punishment he gets in the meantime arvind kejriwal has finally come out and named his new political party and uh, which is called aam aadmi party so the party has started membership drive basically and there are 23 members of its of its national executive committee prashant bhushan is part of it then manish sisodia is also part of it shazia ilmi who is a television journalist mm-hmm. and then kejriwal himself is the national convener yes it's like a startup isn't it it's a big one the week carried an article an interesting article which basically talked about how they are mobilizing all these you know there are about 5 to 7000 organizations small organizations you know citizens organizations basically who are very focused on their areas of work so if it is rehabilitation of people displaced due to dam projects so they are very focused on those people so they are trying to mobilize all those groups together and to come under aam aadmi party which is a huge task their website is aamadmiparty.org they are also obviously on facebook aamadmiparty and twitter is at aamadmiparty if you are interested in sharing information the website pretty much looks like it has been made by an aamadmi seriously <laughs> <laughs> all websites i think narendra modi's website seems to be the, the most modern but it's made by an aam aadmi who can afford a desert once in a while <laughs> so i think it's designed to be that way the guy who really goes out to vote not people like you and me aam aadmi doesn't log on to internet boss. oh come on incidentally if he does he should not have a culture shock no i would in fact go the other way and say if if he's going to go online freaking shock him <laughs> he's not going to have anything to compare his experience against right yeah, that's so he'll think i see with the acronym for aam aadmi party is aap which makes me think that they should have actually named it bhartiya aam aadmi party so it would have been bap aap is a little more imagine kejriwal being introducing being introduced by somebody aap hai arvind kejriwal aap hai malhotra and malhotra sons ke malik mr <laughs> xyz malhotra aur aap hai aap aap आप पार्टी के प्रमुख आई गॉट इट ऑल रॉन्ग यू नो वाइट इन राइट इलेक्शन में दे विल से हम आपके साथ हैं राइट क्या आपके साथ है एग्जैक्टली दैट इज अनदर वन वुड यू वोट फॉर हिम इफ देर वॉज अ कैंडिडेट फ्रॉम हिस पार्टी ओ वी विल सी वी कैन वॉट हिस कैंपेन प्रोमिस आर 
uh, he is keeping it very simple boss he has already released a party constitution which basically disallows a relative of a party member in the state executive or national executive councils from getting a place there samjhe place place uh, uh, as in matlab uh, abhi ye jo 23 jan ka national executive committee bana hai for aam aadmi party so these guys won't be contesting elections and these guys won't also have any of their relationships be contest the elections so no no nepotism and all of that exactly also the reason they chose uh, this is a bit of trivia they chose to launch the party on 26 november is because uh, the constitution of india was adopted on 26 november 1949 so, so the the next few stories are international st- Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the first one, which is the bombing that happened in Gaza and the fight that has been happening between Hamas, Hamas and Israel out there. It's an interesting place. Every time there is a ceasefire and someone else breaks the ceasefire, and then there is bombing for a couple of weeks, then there is a ceasefire. So what yeah. is happening there, Abhishek? First of all, Gaza Strip. It's a little strip between Egypt and Israel. It's 41 kilometers long and. Six to twelve kilometers wide, which is you know from here, from Thane to a little further away from Matunga. So that's the strip that we are talking about in Mumbai. It only has 1.7 million people, predominantly Sunni Muslims. The problem is some part of it is held by Palestine, some of it Israel. That it has got a very long history. Egypt also had claim to that particular piece of land before. Now Israel thinks that. Palestinians have enough firepower to use Gaza as a base and destroy some part of their national capital that is or the metropolis Tel Aviv and Jerusalem what Palestinians do is they can get missiles from Iran which are far cheaper than what they can themselves make and bomb the hell out of Israel and they don't want that and and over the past 8 days 1.2 billion dollars were spent it cost Gaza that much more than 140 Palestinians died and somebody was telling me the other day that Israel has a simple funda for every every israeli that gets killed 10 will die in palestine oh, wow. in, in in and and most of them will be civilians and typically both of these guys they run to us for intermediation this time egypt walked in now yeah, egypt, egypt went in as the egypt doesn't have enough of its own prop with uh, there is again some revolution or thing happening out in egypt because the current president also wants to absolve him of the court judicial process don't you think that the main mandoli that was done by Barack Obama sitting in the US because apparently Israeli president Natayu Walu Netwayulu he went to US saying that you know you log aisa kar rahe and then Barack Obama basically gave them a call saying that you know you got to stop otherwise these guys are going to send their army and then it's going to be very very bad yes and Isra- israelis definitely have far better defense system in place as compared to the hamas in in gaza you must have read about the iron dome battery basically what happens is these guys in israel they have a dome which tracks missiles coming from the other side of the border and it has 20 interceptors so what you see in mahabharat when wo jo baan chhodte hai na dono side se correct, and it, correct. so it does exactly that each one of them they cost 45000 dollars they are like 50 times more than what the missiles that they are destroying and they are getting better at doing this and more than 85% of where do these missiles come from i think it's home home manufacturer israel are pretty up with the tech huh? 
big time tel aviv is supposed to be the second most happening place in case of startups and all those sort of things did you know that in spite of all these things that are going on the actual people working towards you know entrepreneurial ventures are very minuscule because most of them are in the army or doing this commando thing commando thing <laughs> <laughs> doing this commando <laughs> that is exactly how those guys tell their parents about it i am doing this commando thing no but the, these guys are really good man and the only time they say that they missed out on intercepting the missiles coming from gaza was when the gaza guys fired them in a salvo of 16 so they suddenly fired too many of them for these guys to intercept and that's why a few of them got away but over the next few years they are, they are going to get that part of their arsenal up so gaza basically has no chance and it was a good idea for egypt to walk in to broker that peace and that was also done very you know these negotiations are quite tricky and funny they were held in separate rooms ek room mein there were these egyptians who were haggling with the the israeli prime minister with a legal adviser the other room there were some representatives from hamas which is the palestinian side of gaza and then just to keep this one another islamic jihad organization usko bhi khush rakhne ke liye they also had them that boss don't worry we haven't forgotten you and there will be something in it for you to just stop doing this because you don't stand a chance against the israelis just just absolutely and israelis were on the verge of doing a land attack this time which also had to be averted the politics of that of that particular region is very very confusing and gaza has been occupied by everyone right from the roman times right from the greek times everyone has come and ruled that place for some time so everyone is expressing apna haq zamindari types on it which is leading to all these things and i'm talking about politics being confusing there you know yasir arafat's body was exhumed <laughs> oh my did you god see that? I, did you check that I, yeah i read just to, to check if he actually died of poisoning he had died back in 2004 in paris just after a month after he suddenly fell ill doctors said it was because of a stroke some blood disorder but they said that they found polonium 210 which is a radioactive substance on his clothing and they said we are going to get exhume him i think it is today that will it will happen on tuesday and they will bury him back the same day with military honors but the problem is doctors are saying that it's been quite a while since he's been underground and we are not going to find we, we, there is no scientific evidence to get those traces back in because there will only be remains of his body talking about violence mm-hmm. let's talk about the perceived end of world which is nearing believers of the mayan calendar say that the world is going to end on december 21st 2012 why people think so is because um, the aztec mayan calendar doesn't go beyond december 21st 2012 and that's why people said oh, it doesn't go because those guys were smart that means the world is going to end there is this particular secret mountain which is in the south of france called bugarak i think is how it's uh, pronounced and supposedly there is a spaceship that is going to emerge out of it and going to carry everyone who is close by to safety people expect that to happen sometime before 21st december and they'll be saved from this devastation yes but i think the doors have been closed is what the french authorities said right they want to ban access to the mountain where these guys want to congregate absolutely and they are very polite french people so what they said was there there are going to be a handful of visionaries who are expected to be at bugarak and there will be hordes of curious people who will be showing up and hence we don't want overcrowding in this area and that's why we have shut it down see they avoid a riot just by being polite and this is when they expect 50 people to come out there exactly let's go on to the next geeky story that we have um, 
then I'm, I'm proud of this. Uh, the yeah. researchers at Carnegie Mellon University, the robotics institute out there, which is awesome. Computer scientists have come up with a way to make rain and snow disappear yes. while driving. You must be particularly proud of it because you are an alumnus. Alumni? Alumnus? Yeah, you, you study alum, there. Alum. 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 Okay, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, the smart headlights is what they are calling it. And what it basically does is when you drive in the rain, the headlights illuminate not just the road, but mainly the raindrops. So, you see yes. more of the raindrops and it's a distraction. So, these guys have come up with a technique using a little camera, some lights and a predictive algorithm or a software, which basically says, imagine the drop falling next to the light. It predicts where it will go further. And the there is a software algorithm predicts its path and the light shines around that particular drop or it dodges the drop to shine around it. So you will not be seeing the drops. There will be a little less illumination because you are not using the full power of your headlamps, but you will be able to see a little more clearer, which is cool. They're still in the process of building it. Yep. And it's a very complex system as to how it works. So it'll be you guys will be better off going and reading on it. The link will be available on our website, www.theindicas.com. And all these things, mm-hmm. the prediction of where the drop is going to be, illumination happens in under 13 milliseconds. The lead researcher, Srinivas Narsimhan, of course, he's an Indian, who said that it disappears even before you notice it. And all these things happen so quickly that you get an illusion of there not being any rain at all. They have tested it in various range of car speeds and they found that rainfall would indeed disappear when driving slower, which is 70% at uh, 30 kilometers per hour up to a distance of 4 meter in front of the vehicle, which is sufficient. And Mm -hmm. then at higher speed, it it comes down to around 15 to 20% at 100 kilometers per hour. Right. Even if the headlamp fails at higher speeds, it will work like a normal headlight. Yeah. So it is no danger. And he was asked in one of the presentations, if it doesn't work at 120 kilometers an hour, well, how good a use it is of. And he said that in a thunderstorm, I would recommend you not driving at that speed. You don't, <laughs> you don't need, <laughs> you don't need, you don't yeah. need my software. For, for that. that is a good reply. Narsimhan? <laughs> good one. Good one. Good one. I'm proud of you. Own professor Bol, professor. He used to, he's professor at your alma mater. Yeah, yeah. And now he can go have some fun also. You know, go get out in the rain. In the rain. So before we end our uh, podcast with India losing to England in the test match. Ah, right. It's pretty hard, you know, heartbreaking. Let me tell you about Klein Himalaya. So Klein Himalaya is uh, an adventure sports company that arranges ski trips in India. These are the same guys that I had been to Gulmarg with. Absolutely awesome. And they asked us whether we can get a word out for them to our listener community. Because, you know, I mean, you guys seem to be cool. So if you are interested Mm -hmm. in going for a ski trip, they also have uh, trout fishing, Himalayan trout fishing camps based out of somewhere near Manali, I would say. But the ski trips happen out of Gulmarg and... And all sorts of packages are available from a couple of weeks to a week to a beginner courses. They have, what they have is their main selling point is the sort of guides that they have and the instructors that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have best of the, there are only five registered guides in whole of Gulmarg area, Kashmir. 
and all five of them are registered with these guys so they carry all the safety equipment for required for you know those advanced skiers or intermediate skiers like me or if you are a beginner they also teach you fantastically in 3 4 days you are on your own skiing on small gentle slopes my wife went there completely as a um, as a newbie and was skiing on her own at the end of 3 uh, 4 days so awesome pretty good yeah they have intro packages um, so that's a good way to get started 8 to 2 to 7 days 8 days um, you can send an inquiry to them or just drop me an email i'll i'll you know forward you to the owner of the company out there who is paul paul lally he's an australian klinehimalaya.com that's their website's name you can check check more details on it App- Absolutely. And, and by the way, Paul, Paul, Aditya, Paul drops in a message that he is willing to give 10% off to groups oh, really? of four or more. Yeah. So if you are a bunch of four people visiting India, wanting to go there, drop in an email to Aditya at theindicast.com. He'll connect you with Paul, and you can Absolutely. have a discount for yourself. So and it's it's like a couple of hours away. You know, it's only a there is a direct flight from here from Mumbai to Srinagar now, which takes you there in flat two hours. From there, you take a car which Paul sends from Gulmarg to pick you up and you know take you to Gulmarg in another one hour, and you are there. You know they take care of the hotel accommodations, everything. Paul's lovely wife Catherine is also out there. So if you are going there with your girlfriend, wife, whoever, your friend, lady friends, Catherine is out there too. So you don't need to worry that you won't have any of the ladies to help you out. That is available too. Go and log on to climbhimalaya.com. Just search for Climb Himalaya in Google. That is the other way. Or uh, and if you want some feedback or talk to me about my experience, you can write to me at aditya@theindicast.com and get that 10% discount if you have more than three people going there. Yes. Ha! Those were the topics that we had for this particular episode. I know that Abhishek has to rush off to work now, so let's wrap this one up. If you have anything to say on whatever we have commented, please go into the comments box and put your comment in there. Alternatively, you can go to facebook.com, join our group out there. You can post on Twitter as well. We are at Indicast. I am at. AC Mahatre Abhishek is at Abhishek Kumar who sends out spam through his direct messages. <laughs> That uh, happened just once, man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and uh, that was about it. We haven't made an appeal for donation, Abhishek. Uh, <laughs> Let's get five rolling in a row, then we can five. ask with with some amount of uh, huck. Huck, yeah, Sadhak, Sadhak. Okay, in case you are in the mood, you know, yeah, it's right, thankful right. time. You are feeling thankful. You can just log on to our website www.theindicast.com. There's a donation button there. Yeah. Okay, if you want to, no, yeah. no pressure. Absolutely. Okay, that's it. That's that's about it uh, from our side. Bye bye.